Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Hey. What up? How's it going? Good. Good. I had to uh, mute myself while that was while the intro was happening because... There's been a lot of sirens going on lately, mm. like a constant thing. Like, I really do feel like I'm getting my money's worth living in the city. Yeah, you want that background noise, right? You do, yeah. I mean, the last two nights, like, party central over here, so. Um, nice. Yeah, the, the road, the main road by me is, like, it's super straight and it's super long. Mm-hmm. And during the night... Street racers will use it to race or to like run their cars. And I don't live in the city. This is like suburb, <laughs> suburb of uh, in Florida. And so I went out this morning and there was a cop sitting in the middle of the median. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's in, it's in one of the wealthiest or not one of the wealthiest. It's in a very wealthy zip code. And, um, I'm just amazed that, you know, people choose this spot to do that shit. I know. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Cause like where I used to live, they would do it, but it was like, you knew that that's where that was happening. Like it was not a surprise. And like, truly the cops did nothing, but like you also were like, okay, well I'm in the part of the city where this would be happening. And yeah, yeah. Expected, but that is weird that they do it out there in the burbs. Yeah, it's it's um. I mean, maybe it's teenagers. I don't know. Maybe. Entirely possible, but um. What's new with you? Oh man, well, um. Well, not not every probably everyone who listens to this actually knows me pretty well, but. Like, I rarely ever reach a, like, I've maxed out my social battery. Social and physical battery really never happens for me, but this it is did. It did this past week, and I met my match, and it is um, entertainment industry conferences, I think, <laughs> I'm not built for, but I did, I did good. I got through it, but once everyone left town, I was like, oh, God. Don't talk to me. And yeah, yeah. I, was do- I wasn't doing well. Yeah. So this weekend was maybe the most boring weekend of my life, but I simply had no energy to do anything. But hopefully we're back. But that happened. Um, it's been forever since we've done this. I feel like I've traveled I know, a little bit. Yeah, I've definitely traveled. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I went to some uh, some crazy things, <clears throat> some festivals, and I've seen stuff I will never unsee now. <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of ass and ass that I would not like to see. Oh yeah, that's that's the worst. Yeah, hmm. it is. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, there's like some ass where you're like, that's like a respect. Yeah, like it. This was not it. Um, <laughs> But fun was had. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't get to go to the Bahamas, so. Yeah, yeah. I went on a Disney cruise um, with some people, and um, it was a blast. It was a blast. My first cruise. And uh, let me tell you what. That ship is huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's incredible, um, honestly. Like, they have, I think that's their, that's either their fifth or sixth ship, and they're coming out with a new ship. So, oh my god, it's like, yeah. you mean it's like an upgraded ship? The, uh, like, I mean, overall, I think they're similar. They each have okay. different themes as far as, like, what the ship looks like, how it's designed. Like, this was, this was very traditional. It was like an art deco 1920s style. It did know. look. Yeah, it had like a big, um, 
a big staircase in the middle of it. Um, this is exactly what I pictured in my head, too. Yeah. And I have no, never been on a ship. But everything I've ever seen about these ships, I feel like, was when they crashed and stuff. And when it went horribly wrong. But they always had a big spiral staircase on them. Well, I mean, the the only one, the only cruise ship that I know of that's gone horribly wrong is the Titanic. Yeah, but that makes me think all of them have gone horribly wrong. <laughs> but you're probably right. I mean, there there are instances where cruise ships break down. I mean, they're vehicles, so um, yeah. But no, this was this was great. Um, highlights got to swim with a sea lion. That was incredible. Four hundred fifty pound sea lion. South American sea lion. Yeah, it was a blast. Was it like, what did it do? Did it just like swim? Or did it yeah, like come up to Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. Um, yeah, like we posed for pictures. It gave me a kiss on the cheek. Um, it would, we were, they, we were in this big saltwater tank with life vests, probably like 10 feet of water. Um, and it was just like the, 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 um, the caretakers would like say commands to it. I mean, mm -hmm. This thing had been in cap captivity his whole life, so um, really wasn't a wild, wild animal, even though it was an animal. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, they were made, it was swimming around. It would like swim around us, and like one time, it was like on its back, and it was like pushing its way like backward, and it like it just like plowed straight through me. Just like didn't see me because it would do this thing where it would fall back into the water and then like propel itself, kind of like dolphins do. Uh huh. And it just like it just like rammed. That wasn't going that fast, but it, yeah, it just like rammed into you. Well, four hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a big boy, but um, but yeah. And if we just got to like pet it, give it a high five, <clears throat> fun stuff like that. So I thought this was like in the wild. Like obviously, it was like somewhat trained and like used to people. But this was like you were in like a. No, it wasn't. It wasn't somewhat trained. It was complete. I mean, it was completely trained. Yeah, like okay. this thing had never seen wild sea lions. I mean, maybe when it was born, but I, even then, I don't know if it was born in captivity. Or, but yeah, and um, but it was. It was. It was, it was a great time. Um, and then, yeah, I went to so went to Tortola, which is the British Virgin Islands. Did a hike there. Um, Went up to this, uh, like a, we did a hike to the highest point, um, and this area is owned by the Rockefeller Foundation or whatever. <clears throat> and there was this weird British guy that owned this like cafe. He was the only white. He's like the only white guy we saw like the whole time, and he was just like it was. I don't know it was kind of strange. He just like was in this cafe like handing out refreshments. Um, yeah, it was, it was weird, but, um, then we did the hike and then went back to the beach and then hung out for a little bit and then got back on the ship. So that was fun. Um, and then, yeah, and then we snorkeled at the Disney Island, um, for like almost two hours. It was pretty fun. Um, yeah, I will say two things. Um. <clears throat> I was convinced you were dead. Yes, um, yes. And then, because we didn't hear from... Yeah, I had no service, yeah. Two days, and I was like, yeah. okay, there has to be service <laughs> on that cruise ship. Like, Th there is, yes, there is if you desperately need it. But it's incredibly expensive because it's satellite. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, either way, he yes. wasn't. But then... I don't even know. I think you were on your way back, like your two-day trek back or whatever. Yeah, I, I think I was on. I think I was on the American Virgin Islands because we had cell service there. Well, yeah, but when you when you called me, and I think you guys were on your way home, and you were it was like eleven o'clock. Yeah, my time. So would have or ten o'clock my time. So it would have been like eleven your time, I assume. Yes. And you were like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go." Uh, I'm like, well, where are you? He's like, well, I'm at a, on a beach chair. I'm like, okay, but like, where are you? He's like, oh, just on the ship. I'm like, okay. And then you were like, well, I'm going to go nap. 
and I was like, Oh yeah, I was texting. Yeah, I was texting you because we had service. Yeah. I was like, it's eleven o'clock. Yeah, I mean but... that's what you do on a cruise. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm gonna go work. Uh, yeah, work. yeah. But no, yeah, my, my my daily routine was um, get complimentary room service in the morning. Oh god. Six forty-five. Uh, get a croissant and <laughs> some fruit. <laughs> And then get a coffee, and then eat another breakfast at like eight thirty. Okay. <laughs> and then so yeah, great. yeah, yeah. And then if we didn't have an excursion, I would take a nap, and yep. then um, spend some time at the pool. Then eat lunch. Then probably take another nap. Um, <laughs> and then go to a show. They had different shows, so we would go to the show, and then have dinner. And then, usually they had like these game show nights at one of the bars, and we would do that. Um, and that was my day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm intrigued. Yeah. Also, hope everyone is enjoying us just catching up because we haven't. But yeah. The like when you left Florida. Yeah. Like, do the do you have to like? This is so dumb, but I don't know. Like, do you have to like sit down? When the boat leaves or like... So, no, that's, that's a good... I had... Aaron, I, I was literally... I was... I had no idea. I had no idea how it went on. Yeah. Immediately, I'd want to start drinking. Yeah. I don't know if it made you like... You know. So, basically, like, think... think Until you get up on the boat, think like you're getting on a plane. Oh. Like, that's li- literally... That's that's the whole process. Even where the... Even at the port, like, it looks like a TSA checkpoint. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're in line. You go through scanners. Um, now you can bring, you could bring a certain amount of alcohol on. It just oh. had to be uh, sealed, like you couldn't have opened it. Um, and other than that, um, yeah, it was it was just like a TSA. You show your passport since we were going international. Right. Technically, even though it didn't feel like it, but um, yeah, and then you got on the ship. And they had like a little party as the ship was leaving, and so then you're just up and about like while yeah, the ship leaves. you're just okay. you're you're walking around, you're doing whatever, and um, yeah, as I mean now, obviously the port is su- is not a big area, so like as the ship's leaving, like you're like towering because the ship's like uh, I think it's like thirteen stories tall, dude, thirteen stories. So we were on the we were on the very top, looking out. Jeez. Yeah, looking out in the port, there's like little, um, there's like little cafes, like as the uh, uh, restaurants, I should say, as the port is like going out to the water, and so we're like waving at people. <laughs> That's exactly what I would have done. Yeah, we're like bye peasants, goodbye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and people are waving back, and there's these little like there's these little. Um, I don't know if they're Coast Guard boats or whatever, but they're like these tiny little boats just kind of escorting us, like making sure no one was inside the right. boundaries. <clears throat> and this was really weird. I don't know what this little this little ship was thinking, but as we're about to get out to it, where it opens up and, right. you know, you just go into the ocean, there's this boat that just comes like coming around the corner and is like thinking – think about like um, – it's basically like um like like a one v one face off. It was the Disney boat, and then this like little fishing vessel that just decided to come in, and eventually like as it got closer to us, it just like veered away. But it was it was so weird. I was like, that is what is it? Doing? Yeah, what do yeah. you? Yeah, I don't know. It was strange, and um, yeah, we were just on top um, as the boat went out, and um. You really don't know you're on a boat. I mean, it's it's that big. It's like I said, thirteen stories tall. That's like insane. It was like I think I heard like the diesel generator. The diesel generator goes through like five hundred and twelve gallons in like an hour or something like that. And what did it like cost a person? Do I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I only paid for excursions mm-hmm. and like f- ex- food extras for the food. 
So like right. drinks, coffee. And like were that. you you're like where you slept? Like Yeah, did so you have windows? We did not. Um we did not have windows. We just had a they call them state rooms. So it was just like a simple room, bed, couch, TV, bathroom, shower. That's all. And a little What's the bathroom situation like. So the bathroom situation is small. <laughs> and by small and by small I mean I'm 5'11 and I felt cramped. Yeah. I'm 5'11 yeah. like 210 and I felt cramped. So my mind can't even like comprehend how all those people fit on that boat with all the shit that they have on there to begin with like 4000 people plus crew. Yeah, yeah plus crew. That's a small town. It's a floating town. I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. That's what I told our parents. I was like, I don't think they have a window in their bedroom. So we had like a fake window. So they had like fake portholes. Uh-huh. They had a fake porthole where they projected the view from the bridge, which is where the captain and uh, mm. are. That's creative. Yeah, so... And then at night, it would, like, illuminate, like, a fake night sky. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. And I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, I mean, the food. Oh, God, the food. Was, I think I had cheesecake every night for dessert. Eric. Um, yeah, we, we ate. We, um, you know the SpongeBob, uh, you know the SpongeBob episode where they start selling chocolate? Mm-hmm. And they're like, fancy living, here we go. <laughs> That's how you felt. That's that's what that's how we felt every night. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, high class. I, I mean, yeah, I would I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Um, it was a good time. Well, now we have a cruise person in the family, which is terrifying. Yes, yes, we do. So you can be drunk enough. I could probably do it. I do want to. Go to the places the cruise ship takes you. I just would like to fly. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, British Virgin Islands and the U.S. Virgin Islands were nice, but they're just poor spots. I mean, there's not much <clears throat> to do. There's not much to do. I mean, they're tourism, banking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were beautiful, but they weren't well. They weren't well kept. Right. Um, which I mean, there's a tough places to live because you got you got storms always coming through there. Um, I mean, there was a tropical storm while we were there, and it was, I mean, it was pretty intense. It wasn't a hurricane, but I mean, it was, it was constant rain for about four or five hours in the morning, and then it finally let up. Yeah. But uh. It's not that. Yeah, those the islands. The islands are crazy because. Like, when you think about it, they're just, like, the tops of mountains. Right. You know, everything else is underwater. Yep. That's so, crazy. Uh, yeah, the Virgin Islands, super, um, super foresty, like, super volcanic. Um, very hilly. Um, saw these big old spiders when we were on our hike. Yeah, they were, like, no. they're probably, like, I don't know. If you've seen, like, a silver dollar, probably, like, the size of a silver dollar. The body of them? Um, no, like, the whole, like, the whole. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess they weren't, they weren't that big, but, I mean, compared to what I see, they were pretty big. So, that was, that was, yeah, there was one where it was, like, he, he had something in his, in his web. He was just going to town. That's disgusting. I don't, <laughs> Nope. Yeah, our our little guide on the hike was so nonchalant. He was just like, um, we would just be hiking, and he'd be like, ant hole. Or no, no, he goes, spider hole, termite mound. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Just like. When you're that desensitized to it. Yeah, you just, yeah, you're just walking past them. Um, Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. Trying to think. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was. <clears throat> seven days um i mean the the craziest part probably for me was like waking up in the morning and like all you see is ocean 
Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, like as far as you can see, it's just ocean. Um, mm-hmm. It's like you're on the you're you're not by yourself, but you are. <laughs> okay, but like think about if you zoomed out, how small you would look in the ocean. No, that's what I mean. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm like I'm not yeah. obviously I'm not by myself because I'm on the boat with uh, five thousand other people, but I am by myself. <laughs> <laughs> because if something were to happen and that boat stops working, like, yep. I mean, now, I mean, the odds of the odds of that actually happening are so small. But um, it's obviously happened before. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I do feel like if you were on it, you probably wouldn't feel because there's so much going on. But me thinking about you being on it, I'm, like, freaked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I do not like it. Yeah. But survived. We did. I mean, luckily, the and luckily the oceans where we were, where we were in, they are not, um, they're not very tumultuous, you know. Right. We were just off of the Caribbean Ocean, so it was it was pretty pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what are we discussing other than your cruise life today? Hmm, that's a good question. I will say, last well, two nights ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, one of one of my friends was telling Pat and I that we needed to watch Encounters on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I heard this mentioned uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, and I was like, so this is like in the middle of when I was like dying. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll put it on and watch. But like stories, they go over things that like you've heard before, but they just kind of reiterated or like talk to people you probably like haven't heard them talk to about it and stuff. But yep. Um, it was good. It was good. The last episode we watched was about like the tsunami in Japan when like people had like out of body experiences and like mm. they they are take they it's cool because the whole show wasn't about like oh these were aliens and that's like the only explanation like in Japan the people they were talking to kind of felt like these lights they saw or whatnot were like spirits of their loved ones and such. Okay. And how like, that's how they interpreted the like out of this world type of things that were happening as opposed to like a couple of episodes in the beginning, they, people were like, Oh, they're aliens. That's it. Like that's, you know, Do they and have... it's not like, but everyone felt like they, when they encountered these things, they felt like very calm. And okay. That they weren't in danger and stuff. So I feel like it kind of crescendoed to the end to being like, okay, maybe these things are like not always what the government or the media wants us to think they are and being like dangerous to our well-being. Like maybe some of them could be like good for us or protectors and stuff. So I don't know. It was cool, but very well done. Was um, was this during or after the hurricane? It was after. It was like, well, and some during it. Like, um, like, for example, one guy was like, like, right after it happened, they were going around, like, searching for, like, you know, vehicles that people could have been in or, like, just to make sure they, like, recovered bodies and stuff. And so they were going around to cars, and he said, like, he would get to a car and, like, he would see, like, balls of light, like, lifting out of the cars. But that, I guess, in their culture, there's, like, that. there's a name for it, but it's literally, like, the soul of the person leaving their physical body. Yeah, have you have you heard of ball lightning? Uh, no. Yeah, so I was just listening to, uh, Mysterious Universe was doing, well, they weren't, it wasn't about ball lightning, but they mentioned it. Mm. 
Yeah, it's um, it's an unexplained phenomenon described as luminescent spherical objects that vary from pea size to several meters in diameter. Usually associated with thunderstorms, the observed phenomenon is reported to last considerably longer than split-second flash of lightning bolt. Mm. Yeah. So. Dude, wild. Yeah, and they were <clears throat> they were talking about um. The topic they were talking about was lightning healing people. Oh. Yeah, it was this this weird these weird stories of lightning that struck people and has like cured like deafness, um, like just crazy. Uh, I think one person was paralyzed. Some just crazy stuff. Yeah. So, but it but in in the Fukushima one that sounds like ball lightning. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But also, the Eastern cultures have more of a spiritual, uh, no, I'm not, not spiritual, but like ancestral connection yeah. to, yeah, stuff like that. Well, that's what it was, because they also did like the, uh, what was the, it was like the, the children's school in, um, it was like some African country. Oh, the Zimbabwe? Like, yeah. The Zimbabwe uh, UFO? Yeah. Yeah, they went back and, like, talked to those people, too, and, and whatever, but those people were more, like, oh, they were aliens. Like, well, yeah, was- I, I, yeah, and, and from that story, I think there was, like, an actual craft that they saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, a, and, like, a thing. Yeah, and, like, an alien, and the kids, like, painted, or, like, drew pictures. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so funny, because they talked to one guy who was, like, was like, oh, none of this happened, and, like, I lied about it, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, they interviewed, like, tens of other kids, and they were like, oh. Like, now as adults, like, in their, whatever, yeah. 40s, whatever. And they were like, no, this was very, really much happened. Like, wow. then the guy's like, no, they're all lying. And the interviewer was like, 60 other kids are all lying and are still telling the same story. Yeah. But like, it was just hilarious. I was like, who knows, but. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's fun. Um, yeah, there was also a Bigfoot sighting in Colorado. Um, Honestly, uh, the OG. He, I mean, I mean, he really is. He never, even if it is someone in a costume, like, <laughs> yeah, it never fails. Well, it was, it was. This was an interesting one because um, the people were on a train. Mm-hmm. They were on a train trip. Let me see if I can pull up the. Yeah, they were on a train trip, and this Bigfoot supposedly just like is just like in the middle. Now I will say, <laughs> this Bigfoot looks exactly like the Bigfoot from those beef jerky commercials. Dude. Hold on, I'm going to share my screen real quick. Um. <laughs> it really does. No, they're actually filming a commercial. The face looks like... The face looks like <laughs> the, <laughs> the beef jerky commercials. Uh, oh God, the face is so very vivid. The face is vivid and the... Look, the... um. It looks like he has a sleeve on. A sleeve? Right? Doesn't this look like a sleeve? Oh, man. It looks like... It looks like... I'm going to hang on. Yeah. Well, no, it lo- the costume... So, basically, it's walking, and then it sits down, and it looks like its arm is rested on its knee or something, and it looks like there's a... Ha- it looks like the sleeve is hanging. Um... But, I don't know. On the other hand, I'm just like... Let me see if I can play this video real quick. Dude. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know. It just looks like a, it looks like a suit. Like, But also, I'm like, this looks like pretty remote. Dude, that's what I'm like. If it's just out there trying to prank people like that, 
<laughs> if that's actually a human dressed up, like, yeah, like commitment. Going, I mean, yeah, commitment, a hundred percent. It just sits down. <laughs> yeah, it just sits down. Yeah. Whoa. It's very remote. I thought the same thing. Just strange. Just strange. Um. So anyway, I mean, look, people have done that shit before. Who knows? But um. I love it though. Every time it happens. I just love it. It's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. The entertainment value, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The San Juan Mountains on the way to Durango from Silverton. We were looking for elk in the mountains and my husband sees something moving and then can't really explain it. So he's like Bigfoot. It was at least six, seven feet or taller and matched the sage in the mountains so much that he's like camouflaged when crouched down. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it was camouflaged, no doubt. It was. I will give them that. Huh. I'm just... But on the other hand, I'm just like... If someone's hoaxing that, like, what... What's the end goal there? Right. Like, I mean, Bigfoot videos... Bigfoot videos are are funny and interesting but a video is not going to make you famous right like there's not and no one I mean are what are you going to sell the video for some money maybe right it's like okay like you would there's been so many that you yeah. would still have to like yeah I don't know Right? There's there's so many v- Bigfoot videos. Like, I just don't see the upside. Like, because most people are going to be like, oh, well, that's just, like, fake anyway. Yeah, most people are going to just brush it off. Like, yeah. maybe you get a week, two weeks of, of like, press. Pain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe you sell the video to TMZ for, I don't even know what they pay for <laughs> videos like that, but, like, I don't know, a grand, maybe? I don't know. Right. 500 bucks? Like, I don't see the upside. I don't know. Maybe you're an aspiring filmmaker. I I have no clue. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird one. Um, so. Sure there'll be another one in about six months or whatever. Yeah, we were, we were due. We were due. I mean, look, there's a lot going on right now. We, we needed the Bigfoot distraction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you ever heard that story out of Russia where they supposedly like captured a Bigfoot and like kept it in this town? In this Siberian town? No, but that sounds about right. Yeah. Um hold on. <clears throat> Dude, if I'm Bigfoot, I'm going to a communist country for sure. <laughs> This is from Ancient Origins. It says, DNA evidence suggests captured Russian ape woman might have been a subspecies of modern human. So there, yeah, let's see here. Um, Her name was Zana. Was named by Russian researchers after her discovery and capture in the uh, Okum, wow, I don't even know. Okum, Okum, Okomcher region of Abkhazia, south of Russia in the 1850s. She was said to have been living in the wilderness, naked but covered in a thick auburn fur and appearing to be a cross between a human and a primate. Mm. Um, Brian... Like, I think that's exactly what Bigfoot is. Yeah. You know, like a, a, one of us that like didn't evolve. Well, it says, um, it says Brian Sykes, former professor of human genetics at Oxford, analyzed the DNA of Zana's descendants and has discovered West African genes 
But surprisingly, her, her DNA did not match any known modern African group. Oh my gosh. Um, so like her people got wiped out, maybe? Yeah, or they, or like when people were migrating, now there's some theories that that we didn't come from Africa, but that's still the common right. common take is that when we came out of Africa, the people just kind of dispersed. So yeah, maybe I mean maybe a group just went one way and they didn't follow the rest oh. of the pack, okay. and they just kept breeding. Um, so yeah, it, it's a weird one. Um, it says Zana was eventually so sold to a local nobleman and resided at his estate until her death. Uh, unfortunately, um, she this wild woman was raped and gave birth to children who were human in appearance. Apparently, um, well, that's out of left field. When did that? Yeah. Happen? So let's see. It says she had. Uh, two sons and two daughters. Let's see. Yeah, two sons, two daughters to do, however. She died in 1890. Yeah, the, the, her offspring were said to be atypical the skull was atypical which I guess just means it wasn't like normal human um, there's a there was a book called the nature of the beast gives the whole story of her and her descendants so That's wild. yeah it's a weird it's, it's a really weird story I mean who knows I mean Siberia in the mid 1800s I mean God knows. God knows what was going on. Right. So. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's pretty famous. There's some other wild stories. Have you heard of the guy who... Um, who claimed he was um, he was like a trapper in like, I think like the early 1900s, and he claimed he was kidnapped by Bigfoot, like put him in a sack and like took him to this cave, and there was like baby Bigfoot and like a wife, well, wife quote unquote, <laughs> and like it was like yeah, there was like a family, and like they would like try and feed him. <laughs> what? Yeah, he like. Um, the Bigfoot like carried him over his shoulder in a sack for like two days or something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let me see. Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Him and uh, I can't remember how the guy like. I think he like. He did something where he where he ended up escaping. Um, yeah, and it was it's just one of the craziest. I can't remember if it was in Oregon or. Yeah, <clears throat> here it is. His name is Albert Ostman. He was a prospector. Um, yeah, claimed he was abducted by Sas Sas Sasquatch and held captive for six days. British Columbia. Um. Yeah, Sasquatch picked him up, carried him off. Um, he was still in his sleeping bag. That's what it was. Uh, carried for roughly three hours, so it wasn't two days. Afterwards, he was put down, greeted by a family of Sasquatch. Um, he said, they looked like a family. Old man, old lady, two young ones, a boy and a girl. The boy and the girl seemed to be scared of me. The old lady did not seem too pleased with what the old man had dragged home. But the old man was waving his arms and telling them 
all what he had. They all left me then. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And so after six days, um, Osman finally made his escape. He was somewhat successfully able to carry out his plan. Oh, that's right. He gave them uh, he gave them like tobacco or something. Uh-huh. And the adult male became like, you know. Excuse me. The adult male became like groggy and like uh, kind of dehabilitated or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And he was able to get out of there. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Well. Who knows? I mean, hey. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. That's for sure. Definitely. That seems all in all like a pleasant experience for him. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, six days. It's like a vacation, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, like, was he in a cave or like? I think it was a cave, yeah. Some sort of uh, shelter. Wow. Yeah. Like, imagine today if someone came out and was like, like, imagine how crazy they would sound. Yeah. But back then, <laughs> they're probably like, no, that could have happened, you know? No, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, crazy part about that time period is you could literally have, like, a life in one part of the world and then, like, completely disappear and start another life. Uh-huh. 100%. You know? I mean, you could... And people did it. Like, that's that's the wild part, is... Were there some... Are there still some crazy stories about that time? 100%. Um, right. Are they true? Who knows? But... Um, if they are, you know, it's... Pretty interesting. Like, like all the stories about the, about the giant bones being found. Mm-hmm. On, like, Catalina Island and... Um, different parts of the world yeah that the smithsonian you know somehow got involved in right yeah well to me what makes this just like very hard to wrap your head around is that back then like you don't know i'm sure someone has an idea but like the normal person we don't know what the land mass has looked like so it yeah. could make a lot more sense to us if we knew that, but like our only idea of the world is the way it is now. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to even be like, oh, like these giant bones were found here, but like that makes no sense because like it's just very hard to wrap your head around. Well, and I mean back then like you could go, I mean you could go anywhere. Right. Like today you can't just go anywhere. Right. You know, like, there are parts, there are parts of, like, national parks and stuff, like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't just pack up and, and go. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's one of, that's one of the conspiracies about, like, all the national parks is that, <clears throat> is that they're, they're, like, hiding stuff. Mm-hmm. Under the facade of. A national park. Yeah, conservationism and all that. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't put it past them, but I don't go outside that much. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, we. I mean, we don't need to. Like, that's the thing. So, if that was yeah. their plan, I mean, hey, well executed, well, <laughs> well, well played. <laughs> I can't be upset with you because no. um, I would die. I would die within yeah. a day. I would too. Just, uh... I remember, I remember uh, one of the people I lived with in college, was. we were watching some, like, survival show, and literally we were like, okay, realistically, how long could you survive in the wild? Yeah. And I was like, l- like, legitimately one hour. <laughs> like, I would die. Yeah. I would get eaten or, like, get some bitten by something poisonous. Like, I would die. I think, I say a day, I mean, I think realistically, like, if I were in the middle of nowhere, how long, like, uh, let's put me in a forest, okay, let's just put me, like, just put me in British Columbia with, with, 
with our friend Albert who got kidnapped by the Bigfoot. Put me put me up in British Columbia. I mean, I'm probably going to be able to find some water at least. Right. So I'm going to give me, I mean, I think you can go three days without water. Yeah. With no water. I think you can go like two weeks without food. Uh-huh. And I got, I mean, I got, I got a little, I got a little extra. So give me three weeks, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> get a little cushion. Yeah, I got a little cushion. So if I can find water, I mean, I'm, 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 you know, as long as I don't get like whatever pneumonia or some mm -hmm. disease, I, I think I'm, I think I'm three weeks. Man, don't shortchange yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, if you're in the wilderness, you probably gotta have some confidence. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I oh my god, yeah. Like, I just don't know why. Anyone wants to do that. I think you, I think you gotta, it's like, um, it, for me it's like, why would anyone want to scuba dive? Agreed. You know, or like, why would anyone want to, um, why would anyone want to run ultra marathons where you have to run like a hundred miles? Right. It's like you have to grow up doing that. Yeah. You know, like. I do think you also have to be a little cuckoo, though. Yeah, I mean, you, you do have to. You do Something have to be. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. You know. Yes. No, you're In the right. Best way possible, because good for those people, but. They're just, they're not wired like everyone else. Yeah, or it's like the people who do those free solo dives where they like dive, they dive without any oxygen and oh, yeah. uh, they dive like hundreds and hundreds of feet in the ocean. Yep. It's like, what are you, what Why? are you doing? Yeah, it's just you... like, the, no. <laughs> like, that's, it's insane. But, you know. Probably grew up doing some sort of water stuff, or mm -hmm. yeah, grew up by the ocean. So, um, I, yeah, it's 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 not not for me. It's not for me. No, not at all. I get stressed watching it. I get stressed um, watching like skydiving, or or like people f uh, climbing on the on the sides of like. Um, like the Yellowstone Cliffs or whatever, like the free solo climbers, yeah. that shit, or, or like people scaling Mount Everest. Yeah, that makes me sweat. Oh, like yeah, I don't like if you fall, you're literally gonna you're dying. There was a video of these people going up Mount Everest, and there are literally like people's um, people's tents and um. Sleeping bags that didn't make it back. Dude. Like, they're literally, like, sliding down the mountain as these people are going up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is also, like, a crazy... Like, how, how people will set up tents over, like, just hanging off yeah. the side of the mountain. Yeah. Like, that is nuts. Yeah, how do you sleep at night? Like, how... How do you relax? Hey, how are you able to just shut everything down? <laughs> no, yeah, it's that, crazy. That's one of the... Like, I remember watching one of those Netflix documentaries about a guy, like, climbing Mount Everest. And he was... There were, like, two, two dudes, and they just set up this tent. And I had no idea this was what they did. Like, I'm thinking you find some, like, somewhat of a some flat yeah. land on this mountain, but apparently that doesn't exist. I don't know. So they just, and the tent's just sticking out the side. I'm like, that is insane. Man. Because, like, what? Yeah. And they, like, cook their little food in there and, like... Yeah, they just make their little, yeah. Yeah. Their little slugs. stew or whatever. I'm I like, know. nope. And they I'm got... I'm rock climbing yeah. once. 
Well, and they got, and because they're, because it's so high up in the air so thin, they have the oxygen and they got the, the, um, the parkas on, it's like covering their whole face and everything else is covered because it's going to like, yeah, crazy shit. Man. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, um, that's about all I got. Uh, yeah, also, side yes. note that mountain goats can climb like that. Dude, yes, mountain goat. yeah, mountain goats are wild. Just had to bring that up. Yeah, that yeah. Always... Well, they got, the crazy thing is they have hooves, and they're just climbing up. How do they do that? I, I have no clue. I don't know. That's a glitch, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It's a glitch in the Matrix, no doubt. Uh-huh. That's all I have to say about that, but. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good point to end on. Definitely a good point to end on. Just bring it home. Yes. Quick. Um, next episode, we need to get Sandman and or Pat uh-huh. to join us. Yeah. Both or one of them if they're available. Yeah. Yeah. Got to connect with I don't know about Sandman, guys. but I'll make sure Pat's available. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check with Sandman. Um, we need a reunion. I know we need a reunion. We need to uh that that can definitely be a heavy conspiracy episode for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's in order. Amazing. Okay. Any last thoughts? No. Stay safe out there. Don't go to any national parks. Um <laughs> leave it to the mountain goats to scale cliffs. Um that's it. Yep, it's a good point. It's a great point. Go on a Disney cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, che- <laughs> yeah. Um cheers cheers for Disney. Cheers for Disney. <laughs> um okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Um you can catch us on Twitter at World We Live Pod. You can find us on Facebook at World We Live in Podcast, YouTube uh World We Live in Podcast. Um find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, write and review as well. That would be much appreciated. And um, yeah, stay safe, be well, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>